Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Remember, our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading from the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is March the 20th, and our reading is from Luke chapter 4. I love today's reading because it has a couple of powerful ideas I want to point out to you. First of all, in verse 1, it says that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, the truth is we've all found ourselves in a wilderness, a place that was spiritually dry, where it felt like God was distant. And in those moments, if we're not careful, we'll get angry and blame the devil. What I love about verse 1 is it's not the devil who put Jesus in the wilderness. It was actually the Spirit. Why would God lead Jesus into a wilderness, into a place of testing and temptation? Because God is building and strengthening his character. God is strengthening his connection to the Father. God has a purpose in it. And the same thing is true for us. Often God leads us into a season, into a wilderness. And in those moments, there's temptation, there's testing. But God is at work to build our character and to strengthen our connection to the Father. I love what happens after the temptation in verse 14. It says this, Then, after this experience, Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. How many of you would say, Boy, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit's power. I think most of us would. But often that requires a wilderness experience. See, the truth is in our prosperity, when everything's going great, when life is easy, We struggle to learn dependence, and the key to God's power is learning to live our life in dependence upon Him. Jesus learned that in the wilderness. So listen, if you're in a wilderness season right now, don't panic. God is there. He wants to build your character. He wants to strengthen your connection. And then I love the fact that Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, is ready to change the world. In fact, in verse 18, Jesus stands up in the temple and he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. And the thing that stood out is if God in the flesh, if Jesus needs the Holy Spirit's anointing and power to do what he's been called to do, then certainly I need his power and you need his power. And it's in those wilderness experiences where God is strengthening our connection, teaching us to live independence, that we're able to tap into the power of God. And then here's the third thing I want you to notice about this passage. It ends in verse 28. It says this, when they heard this, when they heard and saw the ministry of Jesus, when Jesus stood up in the temple and made that announcement, Here's how they responded. It says, The people were furious. Jumping up, they mobbed him and forced him to the edge of the hill on which the town was built. They intended to push him 
over the cliff. Now, what's interesting about that is now that Jesus is in this great place spiritually, his connection with the Father is strong. He feels God's presence and anointing and power. He announces what he's about to do for the kingdom. And rather than the people celebrating him and what God is doing in his life, they want to kill him. Now, sometimes when we experience hardship, persecution, when we come under attack, when people disagree with us, if we're not careful, we assume, I must have gotten outside of God's will. If I was in God's will, then everything would be fine and easy and perfect. But the truth is, often, when we're doing what God wants us to do, the world will rise up against us. And we just need to know that. We got to trust God in those moments, just like Jesus did. Jesus said this several times. Jesus said, listen, if they hated me, they'll hate you. Now, the truth is, there's a group of people that are going to love everything they experience as they experience Jesus in you. They're going to love it and be transformed by it. But there's also a group of people that will hate what God is doing in you. And we got to be okay with that. If they hated, if they persecuted Jesus, then certainly at times they will hate and persecute us. So remember, maybe God led you into this wilderness to build your character and strengthen your connection for what he's called you to do next. And as you step into God's vision for your life, if you experience resistance or even persecution, don't panic. It doesn't mean you're alone. God is still with you. That was true of Jesus, and it may be true for you. But he's with us, and he'll produce his life in us. Can I pray for you? Father, I'm so grateful for the wilderness seasons of my life. God, it's been in those moments that I discovered you in a new and fresh way, where our connection really grew strong, where you began producing new character, producing your life in me, and that changes everything. God, I thank you for the call on our lives, the opportunity we have with our families, our neighbors, our coworkers, people around us to represent your kingdom, to serve people, to usher in good news, to usher in your kingdom. God, give us the courage to do that. Anoint us to do it. And God, sometimes as we step into those opportunities, people rise up against us. Lord, help us to respond to them with grace, with faith, trusting you're with us, that you'll guard and protect us, that you'll give us the strength and the courage to endure every season. God, we're so encouraged looking at the life and ministry of Jesus, how even Jesus had to live in dependence. Help us learn how to depend on you every day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thank you again for being with me. Uh, so excited about what God is doing in your life. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.